This podcast was made possible thanks to Drama Victoria. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today we are talking conventions versus intentions. Today's episode is more a discussion and will not provide a definitive answer as to which is more important, but we'll examine the concepts generally. Let's get to it. I have found in recent years, and upon discussing this with my wonderful dramatic colleagues, it appears that there can be a disconnect between conventions and intentions. I hope we can clearly define these two words and then come to realise why both are so important. A convention. Well, that's a recognisable element of a theatre or performance style. An intention is the rationale or theory behind the style, what we are trying to achieve. The conventions are how participants may go about realising the intention. A convention of ancient Greek theatre is use of mask. But of course, that's not the end of the story. Mask is also a convention of commedia, epic theatre, surrealism, and theatre of cruelty, among others. Commedia masks were designed for a number of reasons, some being to quickly identify characters and their traits. Brecht's masks were used to dehumanise the characters or create archetypes. Surrealism uses masks to engage audiences in a world of delusion, illusion, and dreams. The masks hold symbolic value. In theatre of cruelty, well, they may use masks to be confronting or discomforting. So, when stating that you are using mask, you're not actually telling us anything, except, of course, that you know that mask is a convention. So make sure you know why you are using mask. You can say, I'm using mask to change emotions, like in ancient Greek theatre. The masks showcase the changing emotions of the character I am playing. So why does all this matter? Well, the main documentation for Victorian drama teachers and students are the VCE study designs, the Australian curriculum, and the Victorian curriculum. The VCE drama study design discusses performance styles. Performance styles are defined by the way acting conventions and production areas are used to shape performance. For VCE theatre studies, it says, Theatre styles are the traditions of theatre that are accepted as conventional and are particular to specific times, places, people and cultures. By their very nature, theatre styles and their associated conventions are not static, constant or definitive, but they are indicative. For the Victorian curriculum, here are a few dot points from different levels. Explain how the elements of drama and production elements communicate meaning by comparing drama from different social, cultural and historical context. Or, analyse how the elements of drama have been combined and devised in scripted drama to convey different forms, performance styles and dramatic meaning. Or, identify and connect specific features and purposes of drama from contemporary and past times including the drama of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples, to explore viewpoints and enrich drama making. The Australian curriculum says to draw on drama from a range of cultures, times and locations as they experience drama. And consider social, cultural and historical influences of drama. Now these are only a few examples from the different curriculum and course guides that we have in Victoria but you see that there is a focus on conventions and intentions across those, with a focus on conventions 
in uh, drama and theatre studies and a focus on intentions in the Vicaric and the Australian curriculum. So different theatre styles become important or performance styles. We have to understand both the conventions and the intentions. So knowing the difference between conventions and intentions is obviously vital. We've discussed masks already, but let's look at something like direct audience address, which is almost always described as a Brechtian or epic theatre technique. Brecht may be the father of the modern narrator, but historically there are so many theatre styles, modern and classic, that use this technique. It is almost more unique to not have direct audience address. Realism and naturalism are two well-known styles that have no direct audience address. Why? Because they wish to maintain the illusion and build to a catharsis. You should be sucked into the piece. But is it possible to maintain the world while using direct audience address? Well, definitely. Narration in characters, such as in Frost-Nixon, expects the world to be maintained by using direct contact with the audience. Calling direct audience address Brechtian could actually be inappropriate in this instance. It's actually closer to Elizabethan, where actors frequently broke the fourth wall and spoke to the audience. This was to entertain and inform. Due to simple sets, the chorus would just tell people the location of the next scene. This direct address is not Brechtian because it was 300 years too early. Auguste Boal's theatre used audience interaction and spect actors to shape the entire performance. It was community theatre, or theatre of the oppressed. Audiences were actually in charge of the outcome. A side has been used throughout theatre's development as a way of cluing into an audience as to what's going on, or how a character is really feeling. So just saying, I use direct audience address, isn't enough. Why are you using it, and to achieve what? Symbolic costume is present in every theatre style, so to call representational costume items a convention of Grotowski's poor theatre, that doesn't mean anything. Why are they representational? That's what matters. Epic theatre wants fragmentary symbolic costumes to ensure you're never sucked in, maintaining the Verfrumsden effect or the alienation effect. Poor theatre because it wants to rid theatre of its excess, so fragmentary costume becomes a way of quickly transforming character, similar to verbatim theatre, where it aids in speedy transitions. The intention not being to rob theatre of its excess, or to be an archetype, but to aid in storytelling and speed, small numbers of casts, and lots of characters. A convention of representational costume items now doesn't mean anything, well, unless we have more information. What's your intention? Does it add speed? Add symbolic value? Present an archetype? Maybe all of them. Maybe the audience will think it's all of them. But what is your intention? I feel knowing the intention of a theatre style will help you understand why its convention is used. As strange as it may seem, knowing the intention of ancient Greek theatre was to honour the god of Dionysus. For Elizabethan, it was to entertain and maintain audience. And for realism, is to create catharsis. Well, that matters. So when making choices and making decisions, you can think, why am I doing this? The big fight between Brecht and Stanislavski was not a bad intention. They both wanted the same thing to have people go out and do something, to change their world for the better. They wanted social change through theatre. But they went about it in very different ways. To Stanislavski, theatre was a mirror. It lets the audience see themselves. It holds a mirror up to society, to see that they can recognise themselves in the actors or the characters on the stage. Or perhaps it reflects their community in some way, so they want to take action and change it. For Brecht, theatre was a hammer used to smash and shape society. You were not safe to watch. You were pressured through a direct audience address and other theatrical techniques to go and change the world right now. 
A long pause can create tension, develop empathy, inspire curiosity, elicit discomfort, or be a removal of stimuli to prepare you for a new one. Silence speaks volumes. But why is it being used? Absurdism utilizes pause very differently to realism, and then differently again from surrealism or expressionism, and Gothic theatre has completely other uses for pause and silence. Knowing conventions is fantastic and vital, but without intentions, it is hollow. So what is your purpose, and how will you achieve this? Conventions versus Intentions Well, that is all from us at The Aside. If you would like to ask us a question, please feel free to do so. You can email us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. We answer a number of emails each week, so feel free to email us whenever you wish. We have a load of episodes in the bank, so feel free to go through those and find one that piques your interest. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here. Thank you to Aaron Searle for providing the music. Thank you to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support. And of course, thank you for listening.